This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We come to you from a different broadcast site. Quite sterile, actually. We do a podcast on a Thursday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. A number of people reached out to me on Twitter today and uh, wanted to get our take on something that happened yesterday, uh, last night, late last night, between Carton and Roberts. Oh, is this the uh, the show game? Yeah, they played a video game against each other. They played MLB The Show. Uh, Evan was the Mets with Jacob DeGrom pitching, and Craig was the Yankees with Garrett Cole pitching. Evidently, uh, Craig had a no-hitter slash perfect game. I think it was a perfect game going. Uh, and in the seventh inning, Craig was up 5 nothing. And in the seventh inning... Evan bunted. Evan bunted to get aboard. Oh, I was joking, for real? No, he yes. He bunted a base hit. Yeah. Uh, Craig didn't have a problem with it. No, why would you? It's 5 nothing. It ain't 15 nothing. Right. Uh, other people have a problem with uh, Evan trying to bunt a base hit. In a video game. In a video game. But you, Evan also didn't want to get no hit or Correct. perfect game. Have some self-respect. Right. So if you got a bunt to get something going, like you said, 5 nothing is not out of hand. Get a guy on. All of a sudden, you th- he's the, the pitcher's thrown off because he's now given up a hit. Yeah. I've never understood the, in real baseball, forget yeah. a video game. I have never in a million years understood the outrage if a guy, even if you're down 5 nothing in the ninth inning, nobody on, with two out. Yeah. That you would, God forbid, try to get on base and not quit on the game. Right. And the notion that, well, try and do it the manly way with a hit. How about this? Field the bunt and throw the guy out. Correct. Right. Like, I'm getting I, a hit. It's not even leaving the infield. It's an excuse maker. Just stop. It really drives me crazy. So, Evan, good for you, hey, as Evan. Al would say. And uh, and to Craig, good for you for not uh, calling it cheap. That's exactly right. Uh, another thing, today is Earth Day, Jerry. It's Earth Day, and I we played uh, throughout the show my Earth Day tips, which have got to be 10 years old yes. at this point. But reexamining the Earth Day tips... From 10 years ago, I wanted to see if, uh, you know, where where we stand on the Earth Day tips. For example, I I, I mentioned on the air today that I have changed. I, I do bring my own bags to the supermarket now instead of taking the plastic bags. I do not. You do not. I only recently started doing this. But partially it, it is also because, you know, where I don't have a driveway, so I have to park and then walk to my sure, home. Sure. You don't want them to break. You don't want them to break, and I actually feel like I can get, of course, you could get more into a canvas bag, mm-hmm. so you have less bags to carry. True. It actually does work, and, and in fact, I get annoyed if I go to the supermarket and I forgot my bags. Mm, how about that? So you're still not doing the get... I now, no once they start charging you for the bags... I've you, been charged. You five have, cents a bag. You don't care? I don't care. Okay. I, I I am not. I got enough things going on in my life. Right. The last thing I need is to have to remember to bring bags when I go to the sh- when I go to the store. All right. So that's the plastic uh, bag situation. Secondly, yeah, we're still throwing batteries out in the garbage, right? Double A batteries. Uh, I will plead not fully guilty to this. Okay. Because when we can, we do recycle them. Where like where uh, all these years later can, that I did where, recycling I, I, tips, right. I still other than I I do see that you're. Best Buy has a them. has a thing where if you walk into like the front of Best Buy, they have battery. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to ask my wife. She will from time to time. So we'll save them sometimes. And the reason I started throwing them out some yeah. 
was one exploded in my desk drawer. And it, you know, that corrosive stuff. Yes. Like, what am I keeping this for? Battery corrosive. Yeah. Um, but we do usually try to save a few of, at least more than a few of them at a time. And Kim will drop them. I don't know where she brings them. Um, so I'm partially guilty of that, but not not everyone. Absolutely not. Maybe she just throws them out the window when she, she gets in her car. She does not them out the window. She, like, every month, I would say every, every four to six weeks, I would say, she does a clothes drop. She does a uh, a game at the um, the hell's the name of the place? God, we have uh, the Salvation Army. Okay, she'll bring as the kids are getting older. She goes through and and throws out the crappy stuff and the stuff that's still in good shape. She brings to the Salvation Army, um, and she will bring batteries once in a while. And I don't know where. Right, I can find out for you if you would like to know. I only get to do is ask her. Just to ask her, just I just want to make sure she's not chucking them out the window. She is not chucking them out the window. I would do that. She would yeah. do that. Uh, next, I talked about uh, what about single-use water bottles? Where are you on that? They go right in the recycling can after I use it yeah. probably 15 times to refill. Okay, so you'll refill them a bunch oh, of times. It actually annoys me how often we buy bottled water. Yeah. Because, like, we'll get, let's say we get a 24-pack of Dasani. Those bottles are sturdy. And I don't mean the flimsy one. I mean the, the right. good sturdy the ones. solid plastic one refill the bottle like numerous times and that 24 pack should last you six months instead i'm the only one recycling you are um, reusing the bottle and it's like jesus next week we've got more water are you using uh filtered water when you put it in there or you're just using your tap water so i will mostly use um water out of the refrigerator with the cartridge oh yes the brita but i hundred percent take my vitamins every day with tap water okay it's just the cup's right there. It's easy. I agree. I take I take vitamins in the morning. I take vitamins in the afternoon, and then I take my ashwagandha before I go to bed. Ashwagandha. I, yes. So I have like six different things I take in three different stages, and it's all out of tap water. It's right. fine. Not all a right. deal. Yeah. I, I just started. I was a big uh, w- use the water bottle, like Poland Spring I like. Yeah. It's a somewhat flimsy uh, bottle. Yeah, it has become. And I was just recycling it every time. But if you hear from different people that plastic recycling sucks and it doesn't really work. Is that true? Yeah, like my sister told me. I feel like I go to her for everything because I feel like she's smarter than me. So I'll ask her stuff. She says that uh, like plastic bottles don't get recycled into other plastic bottles. Well, they do just go into the general recycling bin. That they just they get recycled into other things, but not other bottles like right, plastic but, doesn't recycle to plastic i guess but it's also still not going into the earth it is being used again we hope we hope that is true we have no idea what any of this stuff but is we had coming. heard like when china was taking all of our recyclables they were just burning them oh lovely and uh putting all that those fumes into the air supposedly that sounds great but yeah i guess like uh, the best thing to recycle i was told by my sister is like uh, tin cans and aluminum cans because they get recycled into other tin cans and aluminum cans we have that been going nonstop. yeah so that's a good one but the yep. plastic gets recycled into weird things like you know they make blankets out of plastic recycled things mm. like that sort of thing all right uh the other one i brought up uh, many years ago i believe it was pretty commonplace that people would change their oil and it would go right down the sewer Oh, that sounds awful. I think that was commonplace at one point you, in listen, like the 70s. If you go back 50 years, I'm yeah. sure a lot of things were commonplace Can you that imagine? aren't anymore. I mean, we learn as we go, Yeah, we learn and we educate. I know when I worked at the gas station, that was a big drop-off point. People would come in with their milk cartons filled with oil that yeah. we would gladly take and we would put into the into a little uh, hole we had in the ground, <laughs> into the oil tank that would come get picked up. The hole went right into the water it supply. Did. Well, that's where all the oil went when they were changing the oil in the cars in the, in the garage. That people used to recycle their own, uh, Put people used to put oil down the sewers and uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the coolant, anti, antifreeze. Antifreeze? Oh, yeah. Oof, that was uh, a big thing. That's not good. No, it's not good, Jerry. What do you think people do with cooking oil? Because no one... Re- reuses anymore like our parents might have yeah you're supposed to again put that in some sort of container and then we would just throw that out sounds about right i mean you don't pour it down the drinks i feel like that clogs drinks it could. i mean I you see know. how it hardens my god yeah either that or you better run some hot water for a long time right to wash that stuff out that big fat grease fat yeah that's in our arteries 
And uh, then the other thing I want to talk to you about, Jerry, this morning is um, what, do, what do you make of this uh, parking situation that I did, which was um, I parked my car today, and parking is limited around here. Parking sucks. And today. we all kind of park in the same areas, and Geo gets here after me. I'm very frustrated with the parking. But I parked, and I had a little room behind me, but when I got out of the car... I did notice I did have room behind me so another car could get in in front of me. Now, you would have had to have pulled up or pulled back. I would have had to pull back and gone on the edge to where the yellow line was. What was in front of you, a postal truck? Yeah. And I probably would have left it then. Right. Because I know that postal truck is moving. Correct. So right, I that's a good point. Been, and listen, there's been... Eddie Scazzeri is very courteous. When he parks oh, in very. a spot, he pulls right up to the car in front or right to the front of the car behind him to make sure he leaves enough room. I find him to be very courteous. A lot of people are not, no. including these postal service jackasses out there that literally use um, great strategy with the way they park to make sure they have absolutely owned the street. You know, was it King Street? Is that what yes. it is? They own that street now. And I don't know if you're aware or not, but they basically bring their cars, get out, move their truck, put their cars in, and then they park their cars with good separation again to make sure no one can get the spot. Is that right? And when they're done, they bring the truck back, they get out of their car, and it's and then there's a brown and white van that has not moved in over a year from the corner. So it's like they have completely monopolized that street, and now they've gone up to where we park with the metered parking, and they do the same thing. Right. So I, if I'm you, you're fi- I, not a big deal. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. Correct. Not an issue. And you're plus, right. Varick was wide open. You're right. That's what I was thinking. Like, uh... When you park at that hour, who knows? You never know. Like, anytime you come out and see somebody parked somewhere and you think they did a bad job or they left too much space, you don't know what was there when no they idea. parked. Or maybe they parallel parked into the spot. And, right. You know, not your fault. No, I, to me, it's not a big deal. Not my fault I here. I thought you did just fine. Thank you, Jerry. You're very welcome, sir. And on this Earth Day, uh, I'm not heating my car up on Earth Day, even though it's chilly out today, Jerry. It is chilly. I will, I will not, not the car up ever. I, I will just get not it and go. I will not idle. Get it and go. Get in, fire it up, and go. Yes, that was me this morning. Well, I got to tell you, I've got to get. I got a headlight that's out. It's been out for like two months. Well, that's not good, Jerry. You get pulled over just for that. Ha- I know, and I'm waiting for it to happen. I just haven't been. A- I haven't had the time to get my car to to go do it. And they're changing the the light bulb, which used to be so easy, is not easy. It's a giant pain in the ass. The Wallflowers once sang about that. One, one headlight? headlight. That's what I'm driving around with with right now. One headlight. With one... I'm sure that song was symbolic of something else. If I, like one uh, headlight. Probably. It wasn't probably about a car with yeah, one I headlight. It was probably about, you know, all the women in your life. If you could pick one. One headlight? Which one was it? Very It symbolic. goes like this. Come on, try a little. Nothing is forever. There's got to be something better than in the middle. Me and Cinderella put, put it, it all, all together. together. We could ride it home. Drive it home with one headlight. With one headlight. Or maybe no we could drive it home with one headlight. I have no idea. But what it was that not means. about a car, right? It's, it's symbolism. I still think it was about a spouse or a girlfriend or okay. something like that. Because all these songs are about that, right? Songs are about women and cars and breakups and breakups. A lot of breakups. I had this thought this morning. I don't I have no idea why. I was bored. Um... As I was driving in, I had actually, I love Sal. I had to turn him off. I couldn't listen to him. Just, what was his problem Well, today? because he, all right, okay, here is where the whole Nick Net conversation comes in. He, and God bless him. He's a Nick, Nick fan. That's awesome. I listened to him to 15 minutes on the Knicks. It's a Nick town. It's a Nick this. It's a Nick that. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we hit the baseball. What happened to the other team? Like, you just drove that conversation the way you wanted to. He could have spent seven minutes on the Nets. He opted not to because he's a Nick fan. Right. I'd turn it off. Anyway, I was thinking of this. You hear that, Sal? I love Sal, but that's Jerry okay. shut it right down. That's fine. He can tell me where to go. It's okay. Um, I don't know why I thought of this, but a beautiful car drove past me. He just flew past me on the BQE. Hey, I've been doing 90, no joke. And I was thinking, that's a nice car. If I had to ask you for your top three cars All right. in two different ways, just two that you would, uh, three that you admire, and the best three cars you've ever had. Mm. Do they cross over at all? What do you mean cross over? Oh, the uh, no, they don't cross so over. So you've never had one of your three favorite cars. You've never in your fifty-one year, oh, well, right. in your thirty-six, 
four years of driving, yeah. you've never had one. Yeah, no, because they don't uh, they they don't make sense, right? So I, I I love a Porsche. Okay, like a Porsche nine eleven. You're not gonna drive that. I'm gonna drive a Porsche. Because one, I wouldn't want to spend that kind of money on a car, and then where would I take it? Okay, you know what I mean. So Porsche, I love the Dodge uh, Charger. Charger, sure. But I think it's a gas guzzler for the commuting that I do. But it is a beautiful car. Yeah. Guy who lives near me, he's got two of them, and I'm like, oh man. Most people have one. He's got two. This is an awesome car. Like it's a car. I mean, that is a car. It's a man's car. It's a man's car. Yeah. And then uh, I always loved, but this had to be late '80s, the uh, Toyota pickup truck. Oh yeah, I always loved. I'm with you. I never got one. I don't know why I never that one. You bought a Nissan instead. I did. I got a Nissan because it was cheaper. Okay. I remember I actually went to go get a uh, Toyota pickup truck, and and I had no money, so it was like I I wanted, and they at this point they had a lot of these on the lot that had like nothing in them, Jerry. Yeah, right. The stripped down models. Stripped down, and they were nine thousand dollars for a brand new one, yeah. but sh- totally stripped down. And then this Nissan hard body truck was a year old but it was still on the lot and it was had nice uh, features in it and me and my dad talked them down to $6700. Wow. So that's how I ended up with that but which I makes o- sense. I always like those were just cool looking yeah trucks and then my, as far as the cars that I've had uh I did like the uh Honda Civic that I had it was the stick shift yep. that was cool. Yeah. Other than that I don't really Really yeah. other than just cars you've just, had just cars. Car. Yeah, I'm not a big car person though. Okay. How about you? Uh, no, I mean, I've, I have very little crossover, too. I, the yeah. Monte Carlo SS was my favorite car when I was a kid. You know, I was like a teenager. And you had that or no? That I wanted. No. The uh, Ford Mustang, favorite. It's probably my favorite car ever, and I've never gotten it. Um, and then the Chevy Avalanche is probably one of my favorite vehicles, which I did have for a year. So that's the only crossover. And then, no, I've had the best cars I've had. I don't know. The Prius was an amazing car. I did enjoy that a lot. And then after that, the Camaro was a nice car, but it, yeah. but it wasn't the Mustang. So very little crossover for me, too. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, all right, well, am I ever going to drive those cars? Probably not. Right. The, the SS, they don't make anymore. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, you know, if I get, if you got into a, a place when you were, where you had, like, a car that you liked, like, let's say a Porsche, and a, and a Getty, like, a used Porsche, and then I had a garage that I could keep it sure. in because I'm not going to be driving it often. Like to drive around on the weekends would mm-hmm. be cool, but I wouldn't want to take that into New York City. No, it'd be a way to get banged up so badly uh, it wouldn't make any sense. That's not yeah. a commuting car. But it seems like a fun car to be driving around the beach town. Bradley with. Beach. Yeah, I mean, you think you're getting recognized now? Imagine yeah, you like, zipping around in a Porsche. Look at me in my and and I always like the candy apple red Porsche. Nice, which is really a look at me. Problem car. is, you in a Porsche now at 51. Yeah. And you're going to drive around and everybody's going to be like, midlife crisis. Midlife. And which is not fair, by the way. Unless I had an older a Porsche that was a little beat up, like a black Porsche. No, like, it's fine. Like the type of Porsche that uh, was in ca- that David Duchovny's character had in Californication. It was missing a headlight, like you're saying. It, was, it had seen some things. You know what we just did? Complete 360? The, we, we started with the one headlight. The one headlight circle. We're ending with a one headlight. One headlight. I might go back into the car and listen to three Marlenas. Oh, that's the best Wallflower song. Pretty good. One, two, three Marlenas. Not bad. Nice, slow, nice, good rhythm to it. Nothing crazy. Good song. When I uh, went to see them in Asbury Park a couple years ago at the summer stage, when they came out on the stage, it was just Jacob Dylan came out with the electric guitar and did that three Marlena's riff, I was like, this is awesome. You think Jacob Dylan feels like a felt like a like a disappointment? No. You think he's fulfilled in his career? I do. And I say that after watching on Netflix the documentary he did about uh Laurel Canyon uh, and the music scene that came out of that part of California. I didn't see this. Yeah, it's good. He seems really happy and into it. All right. Yeah. I hope so. Just his dad's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. And it looked like he was on the fast track to major stardom. Yeah. It went okay for the Wallflowers, but they have not done anything. Well, in that a long music time. in that era didn't really carry on for a very long. Like, they, their songs still get pl- that songs in that one album still get played. But right. That's it. That's it. You get Sixth Avenue heartache. Three Marlenas. But that's my point. One like, Foo Fighters are still going. Yeah, they're still going. Pearl Jam is still going. Still going. There are bands that, uh, uh, Weezer. Right, yeah, I feel like Weezer's. 
But they're yeah. still churning out music that people are buying. I guess. Yeah. And in fact, the Wallflowers just put something out new because when I signed on to Spotify, it was showing me that they had some new record or really? a new song out. Yeah, because they're on my playlist. And Jacob Dylan is still the same. Yeah. I will check it out. Check it out, Jerry. Sounds good. Let's check out the warm-up show while we're at it. We did that this morning. Oh, and tomorrow's a feel-good Friday. So Thank we'll God. see you tomorrow. Enjoy. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, campers. Alan, Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't stop. I always say we do this a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock, 5.03, if you're keeping score at home. It is a Thursday morning, which for a lot of us kind of seems like a Friday, to be quite honest. The warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details, along with the... Eddie Scazzeri, his name is Albert Eric Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. Yeah, actually, last night I was I was doing my evening shower. I was like, oh, tomorrow's Friday. Holla. It does feel like that sometimes, a good Thursday. Yeah. You know but, what it uh, is for me? It's vaccination day. Vaccination day for you? Yes, sir. Um, what uh, time is that happening? One o'clock. Are you taking uh, tomorrow off? Because what if you're incapacitated? I'm not, but I'm a little concerned about that mm. because a friend of mine had the second shot last yeah. Thursday. And on Friday, slept for 12 straight hours. Right. So I am, and that's after he slept. After he slept, he got up and then slept for 12 hours. He went to work and was sent home and then slept from 9 to 9. Yeah, I'm going May 6th. I I already took that next day, Friday, off. I just don't. Oh, you have long drives in. What if you get ill But Eddie was fine. I know. I I don't know what you're supposed to do. Right. I guess if I don't feel well, I'll work from home. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I even thought like some people when they have a reaction, they don't even want to work from home. Like it's you're so miserable. Well, it's better than not coming in. I suppose. Yeah, or coming in. Don't leave me hanging here, Jerry. I won't leave. Listen, at the very least, I I won't leave you hanging. I promise you that. I got nothing here, Jerry. No worries. I won't do that to you. All right. Well, good luck with uh, your shot. If not, you and Eddie got it. Do you get your shot in the butt? If requested, would you rather get one in the butt or the arm? Because it says it makes your arm sore. If requested? Yeah, they don't really give you the option. They only give you what arm you want. They say which arm? Yeah. That's an interesting question, though. Like, if I would have said my butt cheek, would I have? Would they have uh, fixed Yeah, but then you'd be walking around with a sore cheek. Well, not only that, when, when I went and got mine, it was a big room full of people getting vaccinated. So I would have ha- been having to get a shot in my butt in front of other people, which probably would have broke some sort of COVID protocol. Hey, Mom, look, he's got plywood for a butt. That man is no butt. He's just got a leg attached to his hip. There's no butt cheek there. It's something like that. He's missing that man right there. Is missing a butt cheek. Oh, you poor thing. Uh, you know what happened to me yesterday? Oh, I have a question for you. Oh, so I went oh, to oh. Homedale Park yesterday. Nice. I want to do the rock, uh, the walk, run thing. Mm-hmm. Number one, I got a shin splint from walking. Yeah, that'll before. happen from walking. Well, if you're not not being active, but I am active. Oh, you are. You that's do never happened to me before. So I never even got to the run because my right leg was was hurting so much. Is this rude? Because I think this might have been taken the wrong way. So I'm walking down the path. Nice guys jogging. And what do I always say when I people I see people running? You know, like I'm I'm envious of it because yeah. great, keep going. That's awesome. So a guy runs by me and then you know took us took us pause and then, hey Jerry Bob hey what's going on? I waved. I said hey we doing you know whatever. And then I was like keep running man, meaning like keep it up. Yeah. And then I was walking. I'm like. Did he think I meant just, like, go away? Move it along, sir. Nothing to see here. Just a but big... But that's not... No, no, but I didn't celebrity. mean that. That had... I meant, like, I was proud of the fact that the dude was running. Yeah, I think I would have taken it as as that if I were the, the Keep runner. running. Like, yeah. good for you. Yeah, hey, good okay, for good. you. That's, next time, just go like this. Hey, good for you. <laughs> I could do that. Yell it. Because he just came up at Homedale Park. There's this thing called the bowl. So you jog down, around, and then, like, straight, straight up. up and it, it's hard to walk it, let alone run it. 
And this guy just finished running up the hill and looked like it didn't bother him at all. I was really impressed. But then I thought, did I just insult him? He didn't go like this. He didn't go, hey, Jerry, could I get a picture? And you go, keep running, no, bro. No, 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 keep no, 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 not at all. That's no. <laughs> he was by <laughs> me when he said hello and oh, he was okay. still running. And I was like, yo, what's up? And then I was like, dude, keep running. I gave him a fist pump. Did you say, dude, keep running or keep running? Uh, I think I said keep running with a fist pump. Okay. With the fist pump, I think that sent the message. All right, fair enough. I, think I actually good. felt bad. No, I think you're good, Jerry. This I guy might have went home, it. told his girlfriend, boy, that guy from the right, what a jackass. I asked Jerry for a photo. He said, No, Keep he running. didn't ask for a photo. Don't do that. What if under his breath he said, Can I get a photo? <laughs> he, he didn't, though. Keep I, running. He was 30 feet from me. I couldn't have heard it anyway. Keep running, man. Keep running. Uh, I know the Mets got their buttocks whooped yesterday, Jerry. Yeah, they did. Uh, what was his final score there? 16-4. Six, to 16-4. Four. to four. That fourth inning was a doozy. It was not a good one, uh, but Lindor finally got a home run, and my man Pete Alonzo gave me flashbacks to Dave Kingman. Yeah, but who cares? 1983. They lost 16-4. to four. Putting one on the streets out there in Chicago, Jerry. Who cares? I took a positive from it. How? It went on the streets. Cool. Did you take a positive from J.D. Davis not able to field a routine ground ball that no. would have been an inning-ending double play? No, I did not. At that point, it would have been 2-1 Mets going to the fifth? I did not take a positive from that. I no. mean, there's not many positives to take from this one. You take a positive from Michael Conforto throwing the ball in the wrong spot? No, I would not know that one either. Francisco Lindor with an error? No. Four errors on the night? No. Hmm. Exactly. And they were up 2 nothing at one point. Yeah, yeah I, I know. checked the score last uh, night. Oh, 2 nothing. Cruising a victory. I mean, it was really, and then they I got don't know. Whooped. Javi Baez hitting a grand slam off oh. of, all right, real name or not a real name? All right, go ahead. Trevor Hildenberger. Not a real name. No, that's a Met pitcher that gave up a grand slam to Javi Baez last night. Speaking of Mets pitchers, I'm I mean, looking. Give me a break. That guy I've never heard of, you just mentioned. Then I'm looking at, uh, oh, the Mets have uh, another game uh, in Chicago today against the Cubs. Uh, a guy named Joey Lucchisi. <laughs> Hey, it's Joey Lucchisi for the Mets. Hey, uh, Joey you want to try that again? Joey Lucchisi. Joey Lucchisi. <laughs> Holy crap. You've heard of this guy? Yeah. Joey Lucchisi? Yes. Never heard of him. You don't watch. I do. <laughs> this is the thing, though. The beginning of every every spring training, right? What goes on here at the Mets. We've, got, we've almost got too much pitching. And you then, never have enough pitching. And then in April, we're down to Joey Lucchisi. Lucchisi. <laughs> Showing up in Chicago. Hey, Joey, get on the plane. He we need you in Chicago. didn't show up in Chicago. I've never heard they of him. They signed guy. him in the offseason. Yeah, but I've never heard of him. He's never started. This is his first start, I think. Not for the Mets. Right, not for the Mets. Yes. Yes, that's what I mean. Never started for the Mets. And but if he's, he's never a started major for the Mets, pitcher. I've never heard of him. That's what I said, because you don't watch other games. Oh. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can't come in and say... They've got Joey Lucchese. Joey Lucchese. At least say it right. Joey Lucchese. Yes. Holy moly. Well, he needs to come up big. I've come to this conclusion. If DeGrom or Stroman aren't pitching, good luck. Where's Noah Syndergaard, by the way? He's coming back from Tommy John surgery. When? Uh, July, I believe. July? Yes. All right. That is, I think the goal was late June, early July. Okay. So you're getting there. And but- by the way, Peterson wasn't... So I want you, I'll find it for you because I'm not even going to ask you to try. You have to see the at-bat to Anthony Rizzo in the, I think it was the first inning. Maybe it's, I forget which, I think it was the first inning. The umpire, these umpires suck. Now he walks him on four pitches. Two of the pitches, no doubt, out of the strike zone. The other two, Al, they got the box there. The other two are right in the middle of the box. These Chicago umps are squeezing the Mets. There was the one, the first one, it was almost like they didn't even realize it. The second one, Gary Cohen was like, he called that a ball? <laughs> like, the dot's right in the middle. I was actually, I did see that, and I was thinking of you yesterday, because yesterday you said, like, let's make the strikes, like, why? Well, why make does, a strike a strike. Why does it have to be such a tight zone? So stupid. To get in there. Then I see... Domingo Herman is starting tonight for the Yankees. He is. I thought they threw him to the alternate site. He's back. You get to do that up and down. It's a lot of down. move. A lot of movement. A lot of movement. The Yankees are awful. Here's yeah, the pro- here's Yankees the problem lost. with the Yankees right now. Forget the record for a second. Let's put that aside. All right. The Yankees right now are horrifically boring to watch. You hear that? They Yankees? don't do anything. You're boring us. They but I don't. 
That's not speaking out of school. If you're a Yankee fan, you cannot be entertained by any. Even when they won two nights ago, they won by a bases loaded walk and a wild pitch. Like, they're awful right now. And yesterday, five hits Jerry all singles. Yeah. Nothing. That's not going to get it done. LeMayhew was 0 for 5 again. Yeah. Not again, but he was 0 for 5. Clint Frazier did get his first RBI of the season. And he had a cool diving catch in, in the left ninth field. inning. Ninth inning. 4 nothing. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to get a rally going. No, they're off. I, they really are awful. I don't know what in the hell is going on there. Everybody keeps saying, well, shake it up. Shake what up? Shake it up. Like, you've got a $200 million payroll. Yeah. Start earning your money. Let's shake those guys up, Jerry. Man, it's bad. So they got the Indians again tonight. Again, no. They opened a series with the Indians They opened tonight. a series with the Indians <laughs> again tonight. Yesterday, of course, they lost to the Braves, Jerry. <laughs> I, do, I love you, man. <laughs> you are such a mess. Are you upset about this? Should Yankee fans, Jerry, be upset at Glaber Torres? I think you could be very disappointed in his results so far, yeah. But what about the, in particular where he uh, didn't run out a ball to first base on uh, like somewhat, uh, you know, a comeback or halfway to the mound. And uh, they were asking Aaron Boone about it after the game, and Boone said he was going to talk to Glaber Torres about this. I would say that this happens all the time, mm-hmm. and it gets magnified to the nth He's degree lazy. when things are not He's going well. He's lazy. He's lazy. It's just the way I, I will say what I've said for years and years and years. Derek Jeter, Mr. Captain and Mr. Hustle himself, did not run out every ball. Now, right. you want to tell me there was a better chance to get the first? Fine. Fair enough. But when things are going bad, we blow things up. And I, you're not wrong to do it. They're, they're not good. They're 6-11. and 11. They should be running out every ground ball. And they should be running out every fly ball because they stink right now. Glaber Torres, I think, thought the ball was foul. Could be. Or was going to be foul. Yeah, you might be right. Or hit the plate foul. You know what you tell the kids? What's you that? run until you hear the umpire yell foul. Until you hear the whistle. There, well, there's no whistle in baseball. Play through the whistle. That's football. Yes. That in you could football. do. Even basketball, there's a whistle. There's no whistle in baseball. What are those soccer things? The Jujuvelas? Jujuzelas? What are they called? Vuvuzelas. Oh, he's on the floor. Who's he talking to? Uh, probably uh, sour shoes he calls all morning long. I oh. think they're called Vuvuzelas. Vuvuzelas. Yeah. Yes. Those they have in, uh, in international soccer. Vuvu. Yes. Vuvuzela. Yeah. He's pitching for the Mets next. Oh. Him and Lucchese. <laughs> Joey Lucchese. How many names do you... Now, we're only... Today's April 22nd, correct? Yeah. Today so is, we are approximately... Uh, I think we're exactly three weeks into the baseball season. That's started it. on a Thursday. It legitimately feels like it's been two months. I think it's three weeks. How many How many baseball names do you think you've butchered? Men, all of them. <laughs> I'm like Evan Jerry. I'm very well read. <laughs> you're very... Yes. You're a good headline reader. I'm very well read. Now, who's this... French pitcher they have going tonight. Jamison Tyrell. <laughs> and Joey Lucchese, he's Italian. Hey, Lucchese Tyrell. Serving up to meet the ball. There was one other one that you butchered. Yeah, most of them. Well, I'm a most of a them. A lot of them. But there have been a lot of them. That is true. I feel, was it another Yankee one that you butchered? Who was the other one? A Yankee one? Not I likely, remember. Jerry. You, oh, hmm. I don't remember now. But there was a third one for sure. I got to figure that out. Now, the Yankees-Indians uh, game is at 6, 10 p.m. Love that. Is that That's because awesome. Cleveland's in the central time zone? Are no. they an hour behind us? No. Google it. Cleveland is the same time zone as us. Are you sure? I'm. Am I 100%? Listen, I'm not 100% sure what? of anything, especially time after listening to that in... ridiculous podcast you made me listen to last week. Yeah. But I'm pretty certain in Cleveland's 515 right now. It is. You're right. Yeah. I just Googled what time is it in Cleveland, Ohio. I just think 15. it's early. Hey, I'm glad you brought up the time of a game. Can Thank you me. explain to me this, please? Where has day baseball resided mostly for the last 150 years? What team has hung on to day baseball more than any team? The Cubbies. Why in the hell in April are the Mets and Cubs playing three straight games at night when it's 35 degrees instead of playing at 1 o'clock in the afternoon? Right. That was, that's another thing from last night that was absurd. You're watching Peterson on the mound. He's not doing anything. He's just breathing like a human being. And the smoke coming out of his mouth. It's stupid. They're taking batting practice with snow coming down. They also tell us uh, it's better to fight coronavirus in the sunlight. That sunlight beats coronavirus. So then why are we not outside at 1 know. o'clock? 
We got to get out there. We got to play these games. We've got to fight coronavirus. And then even today, the series finale. Usually you get two night games and a day game. Yes, getaway thing. Getaway game. They're playing at seven forty again tonight. I don't understand. Do you think someone caught the uh, Pete Alonzo ball that went out onto the street? Well, you're really into this Pete Alonzo ball. Like, do you think someone was just walking by and a ball came out? Or I think you... it's possible, sure. I think people actually hang out outside the stadium at Wrigley. Yeah. And at Fenway. Because at Fenway, you can be out there over the Green Monster. Right. And they have that. Have you been, You've been there, right? I have been there. They have that awesome team shop right mm-hmm. outside left field. I wouldn't be surprised if people sit there and just listen to the game. Hang and wait. out? Yeah. Why not? Here love... comes the ball. Or imagine like no one was out on the street in Chicago yesterday, and that ball's still in the like the the gutter. It could be. Just Do you think a car's there. ever had a ball go through a windshield? Uh, a moving car, no. You don't. No, parked car, yes. I don't know if you. I, mean, I don't know if you're allowed to park out there during a game. <laughs> I would just park out there, Jerry. Sit on the hood of my car, wait for home run balls. You take one right in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on my phone. <laughs> I'd just hit right in the forehead with a Pete Alonzo ball hit to the street. Five eighteen. We're just getting started. Segment one down. We got two more to go, and then we've got the dynamic duo of Boomer and Gio at six. Al has something very important yeah. to tell you, though. I have an anniversary coming up. One year in my new condo down in Bradley Beach, and I couldn't be happier with my purchase. If anyone is looking to buy or are a first-time homebuyer, check out financing through Carney Bank. I had the best experience with my mortgage loan officer. Very personable, very efficient, and made the entire process super easy. Visit CarneyBank.com for more information and benefits of their first-time homebuyer program. You will not regret it. It's CarneyBank.com. That's Carney with a K. K-E-A-R-N-Y. CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Uh, we're just getting started. When we come back, perhaps something on the Knicks who don't lose anymore. Matter of fact, they might be the one seed. I mean, that's how good they're going right now. And then Al will break down the Rangers uh, game tonight no as doubt. well. <laughs> Probably not. 520, coming up on 520 on the fan. Don't go away. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Number one with Pete Hens in the gym. Now, this seems like a song that if I heard on the radio, I would keep it on. Me too. Because I haven't heard this in forever. Greg Kinn. Who? Greg Kinn. Boy, that's the breakup a song. I, now, I know the song. I would have never known who sung it. All of his albums use the word Kinn in, in it. So he one album was called Kinspiracy. I Very creative. Yeah, Give me was, another one. I can't. I can't oh. think of another one. <laughs> He had a couple decent songs though. I would. I can or can't. <laughs> I damn. I forget. Actually, I could probably bring it right up. You know, it's a Wham, very underrated man. band, and I'm going to say this, and you're going to be like, "No, they're not. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." But I feel like they don't get their due. Chicago. Every time I hear a Chicago song, I can't take it off. Well, because they've they've been through many lineup changes. Yes. And, and genres. I'm like, talking mostly of the 70s yeah. horn sounding Chicago. I don't mean was it Peter Cetera? Is that who that was? Well, he was no. He was he was the 80s Chicago. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean that. I don't mean the lovey dovey Chicago. Yeah. I mean prior to him. Right. I mean their music is outstanding. They've got to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think they are. But yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't feel like when we think of great bands. I don't feel like anybody ever says Chicago. You know, because sometimes, sometimes you hang around too long, and they hung around too long with the like. If they would have just been the Chicago from the seventies, we would we would love them. But guys like Eddie, who loves Chicago, hates that. Oh, I get that, I, and I totally understand that. He hates that other Chicago. Uh, yes, and a lot of fans did, yeah. but. It's just a band that I feel like doesn't get their due like they should. All right. Here's some other uh, Greg Kin albums, Jerry, that okay. use the word kin in it. Next of kin. Oh, how do we not come up with that? I don't know. That's a good one. Then he's got one called Rock Kin Roll. All right. Continued. Okay. Contagious. Boy, this guy's arrogant, huh? And Rekindled. <laughs> well, I like that. That's actually pretty good. Did That's he have any good. other hits other than the one you played? Uh, Jeopardy. My, My love's, love's in jeopardy. jeopardy. Baby. Okay. Would not have known that. 
That was him, and then I th- believe he had one other. Let's see. On all those albums, that's it? Uh, yeah, that's right, Jerry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really it. Those two. And then he covered Bru- a couple of Bruce Springsteen songs, which... Let me guess, guess, Blinded by the Light. No, he did uh, For You, and he did... Uh, I think he did, might have done Thunder Road. I don't know. No one heard that. Conspiracy there. By the way, shout out to... Colonia High School, where I went to high school. I saw them send you stuff. That's cool. The Colonia High School baseball team sent me some baseball shirts I'll be wearing as soon as it gets uh, higher than 70 degrees outside. You could have worn it with a shirt underneath. I suppose. That's Uh, what I did yesterday with my flag and anthem shirt. Yeah, that's true. You could have done that. Yeah. uh, Who would have thought, Jerry, a man who once went hitless an entire season in Little Fellows League of Colonia would be... Shipped T-shirts from Colonia High School. Did you try out team. for the baseball team in no. high school? I tried out for nothing in high school. But you didn't play, not even track, soccer, nothing? nothing? I was legitimately, and I'm, I'm not doing shtick here, I was legitimately concerned with, do you have to shower after these games? Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't want to get nude. In, in of, high school, you go home. That, I didn't know. That it was not clear. Like, you usually walk right off the baseball field into your parents' car and you go home. If they would have said... Anyone want to try out for the baseball team? There is no showering after the games. You ha- you in fact you're not allowed to use like the you showers. legit didn't try out for a baseball team because you were worried about showering after the games. Yes. Wow. I'm, yeah. You legitimately, know what? you blew it. You blew it. No, they blew it, Jerry. They didn't well, get no. a guy who who went hitless <laughs> could draw a walk in a <laughs> crucial situation. Well, you let me guess. You were the type that ducked under the pitch, <laughs> afraid to swing. Well, I was sh- very short back then, so I right. I so really had ducked sm- under the pitch, and I had a small strike zone. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, Zach Wilson, Jerry. They say he is going to attend the draft in Cleveland. I did see some things where some guys were going, like Trevor Lawrence isn't going. He's uh, going to be hanging out at Clemson or something. But Zach Wilson will be there when the Jets call his number. You are you sure that the Jets are calling? Yes. His, I I am too. I am sure of it. Well, I tell you, if the Jets get if they are wrong about this kid, yeah. oh my god! Then you try again. That's what try again. I'm we'll be fifty five by the time we'll be coming back around for this. You just keep trying with these quarterbacks. You have you to. realize if every time you screw up on a quarterback, it's like four years. Yes, I mean, and so they've given up on Sam Darnold in three. Right? Was it three years? Yeah, yeah three years. And now you'll be into another rookie. Now, I get the way the league goes, that you need to win, theoretically, with a quarterback that's not making much money. I understand that. But, my God, if they're wrong with this kid, and I, it's like you. I know Eddie watches all the ridiculous college football, and God bless him. I have never seen this kid take a snap. Me neither. And it's like, I, I hope they know what they're doing. If he does well here, he's handsome. He is good-looking. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. So if he can get it together and be a top quarterback in New York City, I say this, Jerry, the world is his oyster. And what if it doesn't go well? He'll go somewhere else. Pretty Boy Stinks. That'll be the headline. (laughs) Are you writing headlines now? Pretty Boy Stinks will be the first (laughs) game one. Well, no, that would not be game one. I would think season two of two bad years. Right. Season two. You got to give him at least he'd be a rookie. Season opener against the Patriots. He loses. Pretty boy stinks. Then Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields revealed that he has uh, been battling epilepsy his whole life. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yes. He says, uh, and he said he, he told teams before the draft. Wow. But doctors say that uh, I guess epilepsy is one of those things where if it runs in your family as it does his, that you can outgrow it. I hope he does. Yeah, I can't imagine what that looks like in a person. We had a, a dog with epilepsy, and they, you know when they would uh, have a what do you call a seizure? Yeah, sure. You don't know what to do, right? I, well, it's scary. Yeah, very scary. Yes, but I guess you could take medication for that. But sometimes the medication is like um, steroids. So then you got to watch, not the steroids, like, again, uh, this is a very terrible comparison, but this dog I had that had epilepsy, he had to take, a, like, a steroid, mm. and it made him, like, fat and, you know. Well, listen, if you can dog. avoid taking drugs, I think you try to avoid take because there's always going to be some sort of side right. effect. Whether it's negative, positive, I think there's always something mm-hmm. for the most part. But I think Keppra is what uh, they treat seizures with. Now I'm doing what I hate what the callers do. Like the callers normally call up and say, "I have epilepsy." This is what it is. I actually went to my do- like 
to compare Well, because it's your only frame oh, of reference. Comparing a football player to my dog with epilepsy. But you also you also said this is a terrible reference. Terrible. I'm just saying that when when a dog has a seizure, it's scary and you don't know what to do. I can't imagine being <laughs> in the presence of a human who has it. It's got to be very scary unless you know what to do. And I think it what to that. do is just to keep the person safe. You know what I mean, Jerry? So yes. that, uh, you know, there's nothing you're going to do other than comfort the person. Right. You want to make sure they don't fall, they don't hit their head. Right. And then you hopefully can wait it out. They have a, I'll tell you, they have a medicine for it that is, let's just say I can't believe they haven't figured out a better way. For an epilepsy medicine? Yeah. Uh, when it's not epilepsy medicine, when a person is seizing. Oh, seizures. There is a medication that you can give when and if it's going too long. Like via a needle? No. Oh. I'll just leave it there. What could it be? I don't really want to say. All right. You can look it up. All I will say is while I'm sure it's highly effective, I cannot believe in 2021 there's not a better way to give it. I'll just say that. I feel that way about the prostate exams. It's like it's 2021. What are we? Well, let's just say the two are very close. Oh. Right. Like you would think in 2020. Yes. With all of the doctors that study urology and sure buttology whatever that one is called buttology <laughs> that there's not proctology. been an, proctology that there has not been a an invention oh, think man. of all the things all the inventions yeah that no one has said i'm going to be the person that invents a prostate test now they did it they have the blood test yeah but for some reason well i'm going to princeton longevity center in june yeah i'm hoping that that's one of the things they'll be able to take a look at. Yeah, for some reason they they're like, uh, yeah, the blood test, but uh, ooh, we do we have to do the physical exam as well. Why? They want to make sure that you're okay, right? Because sometimes they find cancer yes. when the blood test was fine. It's like it. I'll never forget when Tony Page went for his colonoscopy back yeah. in. Man, it's got to be the mid two thousands. And he took off a few days, and he came back, and he's like, you know, when you get to 50, go get your colonoscopy done. I was like, okay, because he had just turned 50, I think, at the time. Yeah. And I remember him saying they found a whole bunch of polyps that would have developed into cancer. Oh, my gosh. And he only went, and, you know, he didn't want to go. No one wants to go for no a colonoscopy. No one wants to do but that. It was like his doctor's like, listen, you're 50. You need to go. And, I'm the, man, he spent the whole night telling me, he'd come out in the newsroom, when you're 50, go get your colonoscopy. Yeah. And it's the same thing with with that. You got to get it checked. You got to get it checked, Jerry. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Al is going to break down the Brooklyn Nets, perhaps. You never <laughs> know. I mean, you never know where he's going to go. And maybe the Islanders who have a big game tonight as well. It's the warm-up show until 6. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, long-time tag team champion. All right, 541. We've done a lot this morning. Haven't mentioned the fact that the Knicks had a big win over the Hawks in overtime. Trey Young did not play fourth quarter or OT, but that does not take away from what the Knicks did. They won eight in a row, hottest team in the NBA, but not the hottest team in sports. If I asked you right now who the hottest team in America, because I don't know what's going on in Europe, the hottest team in American sports right now, would you know? I think I do know. I think you do, too. Oakland A's. 11 straight wins. Yeah. And I actually left here yesterday because I never I mentioned the fact that Corbin Burns had the strikeout and walk thing going on. Not that anybody cared, but that's fine. But I forgot to mention that the A's were on a 10-game winning streak, and then today it's now 11. 11 games. Pretty impressive. Does that put them in first place, I hope? Uh, it does. I believe they – because they. St- I think – I could be wrong about this. I think they started 0-6 – and one and seven, and I think they're twelve and seven now. Nice. And they are. I think they're in first place. I have to double check that. That almost made my show sheet. I had it on there, and I was like, "Hmm, you got to get to fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> eleven wins is impressive. You could have put it on there and put Jed Lowry had a two run double. Oh, just to rub it into yes, fans. Faces. Exactly. I don't want to do that, Jerry. I see Ronda Rousey's having a baby. She's well, she's pregnant. Bing bang boom, she's pregnant. Right. She, she revealed it. 
Uh, you know, she was a UFC fighter. Her husband and the father of this baby is Travis Brown. He's also a UFC fighter. This baby is going to kick ass. <laughs> yeah, I would not want to fight this baby. I'm trying to think, like, at what age do I think this baby can beat me up? Six. Yeah, probably six. And I only say that because I have a friend of a friend who is an MMA trainer. His son is six or seven right now, and not he's not strong. Don't get me wrong. He's not doing weightlifting or anything like that. But at, maybe he's seven, actually. His form and his punches and his kicks yeah. would knock you over. Yeah, I don't need that. Imagine I, I get beat up by a six-year-old MMA, uh, you know, baby of an MMA family. Yes, I could, actually. I don't need that. You don't. This would be so embarrassing. Plus, let's say this kid was getting the best of me at six, and then I... Got a roundhouse kick in the kid's face. Well, all then of a sudden, that, I look like a jerk. Then you're the bad guy. All of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, you guys sit there and take it. All of a sudden, I'm the bad guy for kicking a six-year-old in the face who was beating me up. Well, listen, is it any different than like on Twitter when you get beaten up verbally and then you finally go back at someone and then you're the bad guy? Right. I never lose a Twitter fight. No, but you can be portrayed as the bad guy. I'm like a six-year-old baby of two MMA fighters, but on Twitter. I suppose. See what I'm saying? I guess. I wonder if they'll have a boy or a girl. I don't think they revealed that yet. If it's a boy, I, I would definitely not fight. Since you're so interested, why don't you let me know when you find out? Oh, it'll be a story, Jerry. It'll I'll, I'll put it on my show sheet. I didn't even know that this was a story. Ronda Rousey, yeah. Oh, yes, Jerry. I like Ronda Rousey, too. She news. was in here, wasn't she? She was in here. Long, long time ago. Yes, she was. I do. Well, not in here. It was a story, I think. Uh, no, she was in here. It was here? I remember really? I, I fought her out in the newsroom. I fought her. I grappled her uh, and beat her up. Right no, well, you didn't do that. I'm sure she put you in some sort of a headlock. I uh, took her right down with my Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I defeated whatever uh, martial arts she knows. But uh, I didn't do it on camera, so no one, no one believes. Who was the girl that punched me in the head when I put the headgear on? Was that Gina Carano? Gina Carano, yeah. That we, was here, too. That was uh, here as well, yeah. We didn't have many guests in Astoria. The only uh, guest we had in Astoria was... We Decker's had, wife. Uh, yep. Uh, Eric Decker's wife. Uh, her name is uh, Jesse James. Right. Jesse and I remember James that because of the book you printed. Yep. That's got the picture of Craig and Boomer holding her up we also in the had, newsroom. We also had uh, uh, the baseball player that was on the Rangers who had the drug issues but was very good. Oh. Um, Curly hair. The center fella. fielder. Uh, yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton. Right? right. We had him in studio in Astoria. And then we had uh, Sugar Hill Gang, the rap group, the hip hop group. They were that's in, it, huh? The, and uh, yeah, that was it. Was that when we were doing uh, Pal Talk? <laughs> I don't remember know if that, that was Pal Talk. Yeah, where that was Creep like where Talk. What was it? It was like creepy though. Yeah, Pal Talk. Yeah, there were a lot of rooms where it was just people looking at girls' feet and stuff. Oh, so it was okay. a little strange. Got it. And we had a female wrestler in there also. In Astoria. In Astoria, mm. I remember. I don't recall that. Black hair. Because I remember, like there was there was some paraphernalia that was hanging out in the control room for about a month. Wrestling paraphernalia? Yeah, stuff that uh, she brought in. Yeah, I don't remember that, hmm. and I don't have any photos of that. We also had the very boring Brian Billick uh, <laughs> in Astoria. Other than that, once we came to Manhattan, more people were interested in coming in and seeing the show. Oh, that's funny. Uh, what else do I have here, Jerry? Oh, let's do a little uh, sports media. I love sports media things. Uh, MLB Network, uh, they're doing a Yankees-Indians broadcast on Sunday, and it's going to be in a conversational format. They're calling it the Clubhouse Edition. Now, unfortunately, we will not get this here as we... You can't. you got to protect, out. We of course. Protect the Yes Network. Yep. So it's going to feature CeCe Sabathia, Carlos Pena, John Smoltz, and it's going to be dudes hanging around like players would be hanging out at home watching a game. Now, my question would be, I think it sounds neat as an alternative option from time to time. I would not want this every game. I wouldn't. But I do think it's a kind of a cool thing for, like if I'm watching the Mets or the Yankees, I really do want the home team announcers. I'm very used to it. I like it. I enjoy it. It's good. But if I was going to watch, let's say, Nationals, Phillies, I think that's a neat way to watch it as a non-Nationals or Phillies fan. Right. My question to you, and I'm sure you read the, at least the first paragraph of the story, <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be <laughs> is this going to be censored, or is this going to be unfiltered? Because CC Sabathia on that podcast with Ryan Rucco 
is outstanding, but my God, he's got a filthy mouth. And that would be an interesting way to listen to the game. I am going to say, because it's on MLB Network, they will be told not to Oh, it's not just streamed. It's going to be on TV. Yeah, it's going to be actually on MLB Network. Oh, I see. So then I would think it would be censored, yes. Yeah, you're right, though. If that was streamed, different story. I would think... And then you really could just be three dudes watching a game. Man, I wonder how many times they got to remind CC Sabathia of that. No f bombs. Yeah, please, please try not to curse. But it's an listen. It's an interesting concept, and I feel for the ball for the college football championship game, Eddie. Don't they always give you the alternative uh, shots where you can watch it with the home team announcers, not just the national announcers? And then there's also like a players or a coaches', coaches shot room, too. Yes, on so, the internet. No, um, no. I think ESPN oh, on on one of their seventeen channels. Oh, they yeah. give you the different options. Right, you'll, they'll be in a room, and all the, these coaches are, are watching, and other head coaches from right. other big programs, and they're commenting on everything. Which and, is neat, but I couldn't watch every game like that. So I think this would be cool for you know, once in a while. Once if in you will. a while. All yes. right. Well, we'll see how that goes. That'll be Sunday on MLB Network. Will you be locked into that? I will not be locked into that. No. <laughs> That doesn't even intrigue you at all. Well, you can't be because you can't watch it. That's right. I, you Never know what? Mind. I don't really have interest in CC Sabathia, Carlos Pena, or John, or John Smoltz. So uh, maybe it was maybe it was like the '86 Mets watching. Be... <laughs> you want Wally Backman doing the game? <laughs> Lenny Dykstra, Wally Backman. Well, what a train wreck that would Strawberry. be. Strawberry. We'll put Keith Hernandez and Darling in there. To no, bring... keep them out of that. Oh, group they're out thing. of that. Group. You please, okay. please, please, please. I want the the Doc Gooden on that one. And NBC Sports in Chicago is going to offer an alternate gambling broadcast of Bulls Hornets today. We really accepted this gambling. Spectacular! Huh? <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. They're going to have well, live odds on the screen. They're going to have over under totals, player prop bets. It is unbelievable how quickly you're right. We've accepted the gambling situation how about this? in sports. You want to talk about what do I always say? Life is filled of Garbage. Well, I mean, it's also scammers and, and hypocrites. Right. I mean, let's be honest. So let's call it as it is. Okay. Did you read this last week with the NFL? What's their so the, story? The NFL, this was April 15th last week, and I'm sure you guys went over it. The NFL announced its first ever U.S. sportsbook partnerships right. with DraftKings, FanDuel, and Caesars Entertainment. Now, that's fine. I'm not saying it's not. It Whatever. This is the same league that kicked Tony Romo out of Las Vegas to try and do a fantasy draft convention. Correct. I mean, and just a few years later, we've got official partnerships with gambling sites? Yes. Hypocrites and scammers. That's what this world is. You know what they say, Jerry? It's the almighty dollar. Greed, 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 along with your weed, weed, weed. Oh, and uh, in one one final media... Sports media news, Jerry. Julian Edelman is joining the cast of Inside the NFL. No one cares. All right, it is 5.51. <laughs> We've got a little more to do. You're going to watch it because Julian Edelman's going to be Let me think. No. <laughs> we will break down finally. We'll get to the Knicks uh, after this. Or, or we won't. But if we don't, I guarantee you at 6 o'clock what the show will start with. New York Knicks basketball. Right now, Al's got something to tell you. Oh, forgot about that, Jerry. I was so in, I was so catching up on my Knicks uh, my Knicks information from last night. I, uh, here's let me just drop some knowledge on you, Jerry. Julius Randall, forty points. I was also just thinking this. I was so sick of paying rent, and I was like, "Why am I renting this apartment?" So instead, I bought a condo about a year ago, and it feels great to build equity in my own home. If you're looking to buy or are a first time home buyer, finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers savings like a 30-year discounted rate and down payments as low as 5%. Don't hesitate. Visit CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, studio change. We get the guys coming in next. We will wrap things up after this. Right now, it is an Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence discussing additional refs that will be added to NFL games. Huh. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Another Nick win eight in a row. Nets lost to the Raptors. The Yankees were lifeless and lost again. Well, lost to the Braves. And the Mets lost again in Chicago to the Cubs, Al. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. 
Yes, Jerry, all we can count on now is the Knicks, I guess. We can't count on the Yankees. We can't count on the Mets. We can't count on the super team, the Brooklyn Nets. It's just the Knicks, Jerry. Uh, we will see. Right now it looks really, really good. There's no question about it. Are you? Do you know who the actress Vanessa Hudgens is? I, do, I know the name. I do not know who she is. Jerry, do you know the Major League Baseball player Cole Tucker? I, he's on the Pirates, I believe. Take your word for it. <laughs> Why well, did you check? The, the, actually, he is on the Pirates. You are correct. <laughs> now that you mention it, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure of that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> They're dating now. They're like a, a power couple, I guess. That's not a power couple. Well, you didn't even you never even know who the guy was. <laughs> I'm not trying to pick out Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens out of a lineup either, but uh, they met on a Zoom meditation group. You know, I always wonder in the land of mm. pandemic living how yeah. people meet. That's an interesting one. So yeah. you're meditating on a Zoom call with other people. It's got to be so weird. No. Uh, <laughs> All right. Can I get your number? <laughs> yeah, well. I wonder who was interested in who first. The Yanks hit the road tonight to open a four-game series with the Cleveland Indians. 